Welcome to the Global Wellness HQ family of podcasts. We are your international headquarters for resources and ideas and insight in relation to the nine elements of holistic wellness. Join us as we interview local and international wellness experts and learn how you can implement and improve one element or dimension of wellness at a time. Our experts will share their practical tips on wellness in one of these core areas. Emotional, intellectual, occupational, physical, environmental, financial, spiritual, social, or habitual. We created our family of podcasts as a resource for anyone who is looking to integrate the nine elements of holistic wellness into their daily lives. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Today, I have my friend Justin Mosley. And first of all, it's November as we record this. So, Justin, I want to thank you for your service. Um, But let's jump in and let's talk about who you are and what you do. All right. Yeah. Well, that's a deep question coming in, (laughs) my friend. Yeah. So I uh, actually, I'm a real estate guy originally from Baltimore, um, you know, Navy vet um, that settled down in South Florida. And yeah, like I'm just someone that is all into uh, financial freedom, figuring out for myself and my family, because, you know, I'm a family guy first. So I got a beautiful wife and four kids and I mean, if you boil everything down into to the, that is what it is right there. But I'm sure you'll go much deeper, my friend. <laughs> oh, we're going to go much deeper. So let's jump right in. Now, you do something very unique, which is why I have you on the show. Um, my personal opinion is if we don't have financial freedom, if we don't have financial wellness, we're not going to reach the other levels of wellness. So let's talk about... Um, your conversation. So I'm going to hit hard with my big question, and then we'll go into detail. Um, How can somebody become a millionaire using short-term rental properties? I mean, in in a variety of ways. So, okay, that's a... Right off the gate. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I I think, you know, what the beautiful part about kind of short-term rentals, and we'll just at least call it Airbnb for now, but then we'll use the STR. Um, Because it's almost like Kleenex and tissue, right? So Kleenex was the first one that came around, people associated with it. But um, the power of real estate in general, and particularly short-term rentals, is that you get all the benefits of kind of the appreciation of homes. You get so that kind of the uh, assets minus liabilities get your net worth, right? And if you buy enough properties over time, obviously you're going to become a millionaire relatively quickly if you're buying properties. But the component that I love the most is the is the cash flow, and that's what kind of separates it from you know self storage. If you're into real estate, uh, multifamily, um, we can go on and on. Mobile home parks is that if you buy the right property in the right area, and then more importantly, you're operating the right way, like a business, a true business that cash flow comes in so much faster than almost any other asset class um, that there's out there right now. And that's why I love it. I love it. Now for my audience, we have a mixture of people, but you know, most of my audience, I think their financial wellness is heavily, heavily skewed in terms of investment in their business. Um, How can somebody get started in the short-term rental space? Yeah, so that, that's a great question. So there's a couple of different ways that you can go about it. And um, for one, what makes me unique in my business uh, primarily is called Lester Capital. And what we do is we actually use a syndication model. And for your listeners that don't know what that is, 
Um, it's effectively just pulling together a group of people that are acquiring properties and then taking uh, limited partner limited partner investors from you know people that want to invest in something. So no different than investing in the stock market, you're investing effectively in a share of an LLC that's buying a property, right? So a lot of people, especially you know high earners, high net worth guys, well people just don't have a whole lot of time to go out and do it themselves. Um, generally, that's a really good way to get into this business and kind of learn it. And you can actually you know, take advantage of the returns that come back uh, from investing in this kind of vehicle. Now, the other route in how I started in the business is to go out and do it yourself. And really, that is the truly uh, probably the most powerful way to do it, because um, what makes it unique when you're buying homes, unlike kind of long term rentals of the traditional way of you know, buy a house and maybe you get a long term tenant in there and you get about you know, $150, $350 uh, dollars a month of rent. You're now operating that as a business. So you get all the tax benefits of a house, but then you get even more benefits from actually operating your short-term rental, which you can really decrease, especially if you're a W-2 earner, but even if you have uh, a business or an entrepreneur, you can actually really deduct a lot of those uh, expenses from your, your income that you bring in. So that's so really, there's kind of two ways of going about it. And it just really depends on the individual and how you know motivated they are to to get started. I love it. Now, what sort of capital is required and where, you know, because one of the things I hear people say is, you know, I'd love to invest in real estate, but the last project I looked at was, you know, 10 million. Um, how are people, how much capital are they needing and how do they get started? Yeah, it, it just depends, right? So, one of the things that I think this is what drew me to real estate um, and it fits my personality type is that. You know, there's so many different ways to get into the business. I mean, really, it's it's just a, a function of your imagination, right? If you can get creative enough, I mean, you can truly get into properties. And I don't want to get super technical, but, you know, with really low to no money down. So whether that's, you know, sub two, which is you're effectively going to someone that may be coming on hard times and is trying to avoid bankruptcy. Um, and you can come in and effectively get the title of their house um, and then, get them back in uh, what they call their rears caught up, right? Their, their mortgage. And you can now own a property and that person still technically holds the mortgage, but you're paying off the mortgage and then you can kind of operate the, your, your short-term rental, even a long-term uh, renter in there. And then you effectively take the difference, right? And that's a way to get in. And that's one of the cool things uh, about, you know, when I got into this business initially for myself, and then when I started to scale and turned a true business into it, I realized there were a lot of people that want to take advantage of it, but they didn't have the money or really the, the knowledge, right? Because really it's a, it's, a, it's a knowledge and a hustle game. Um, and then I created a community called STR Millionaires to really kind of guide people and let them know how they can get into this business um, as quickly as possible. And there's a lot of different ways that, you know, that's just one example of, of, of thousands. I love it. And I, I love your, your, this is not one size fits all. And, you know, one of the, one of the things I, I've seen in the past is the predatory real estate where, you know, somebody's down on their luck and you go in and you, you know, you go to the courthouse and you take their mortgage over and you throw them out. I love that you're, you're talking about helping people. So um, now how did you pick short-term rental over you know, like you said, there's a million different ways you can get into real estate, but you picked a journey unique to you. What drew you to the short-term rentals? 
So it's, it's interesting that you talk about all the kind things that, uh, you know, I'm doing because truly it got, what got me in was selfishness. So, you know, so let me explain. <laughs> so what effectively happened was, um, I think like a lot of people, um, after my military journey, um, you know, having a family, you know, having kids. And it's funny because my wife's English and I ended up, uh, we ended up moving to England and I went to grad school over there. And, it, you know, it's almost something clicks in you. Some people, it clicks really early. Some is a little bit later. For me, it was kind of, I guess, that mid-range. And I really realized, like, like, I can't do this corporate thing, you know, for the rest of my life, right? Like, I need to figure out a way to re- actually have some kind of, you know, meaningful impact on my family's life first. And, and that is the financial freedom part. Um, so really what I was looking into real estate um, drew me to multifamily syndication. So I actually jumped into real estate after reading Robert Kiyosaki's uh, Not Rich Dad, Poor Dad, but actually Cashflow Quadrants, which I would argue is the much better book, but that's just my yeah. opinion. Um, <laughs> and, and I jumped into that and I started really kind of learning the ropes and I you know, did the whole online education, YouTube, which is the greatest thing in the world. I mean, anything you want, you can kind of find online at this moment, especially when it comes to education. Um, joined a couple of masterminds, started networking. And was doing that for a little while. And really what I found was that it's a great asset class, right? Apartment buildings. You need a lot of people um, to get together to take down a 20, 50, $100 million building. But the problem was the cash flow. And it just wasn't coming fast, right? A lot of the real money is on kind of the exit five, seven years down when you sell the property or something. So I just kind of thought like, hey, why don't I start buying some properties in South Florida? Um, It's a super desirable market. I use the same kind of logic and metrics that most other real estate investors do. Look at kind of migration, you know, population growth, you know, you know, income, all those kind of things. And and really, what I found was like I felt like it was a really smart, but also uh, the upside was much greater if I tried just buying condos and, and residential properties and and just trying the business out. And and fortunately for me, um, from the first property I bought was a triplex in West Palm Beach. Like it just absolutely took off and I was all in from there. <laughs> I love it. And now just to be clear, you not only pretty much this is your business, but you also teach people how to do that. So um, at what point did you realize you had something unique that you could teach people? Yeah, I think once I started bringing in, I think it's when I truly, number one, when I found out I was a millionaire. So unlike probably a lot of people, um, I'm pretty, I'm definitely really uh, on top of my finances, but I never had any kind of inclination or really desire to like actually truly look at like all the things I own minus obviously my liabilities and see what my net worth was. And it was funny because my wife and I did it one day and I realized like, I'm like, holy crap, like not only we're millionaires, like we're multimillionaires. And it's like, if for anyone that's ever kind of arrived there, it's like, it, it, it's like the weirdest thing I can ever think of, right? It's like, it's one of those moments where I'll forever remember. Um, and, and so then once I've kind of saw that piece, I realized like how powerful it was. So not only while I was creating my business, because I started kind of my own portfolio, but I pivoted, I realized like, holy crap, like this is a way that other people can get in and, and do this for themselves. And, and that's where kind of like my business is less than more capital. And this is where I do the syndications and really try to grow the portfolio. 
But the STR Millionaires uh, kind of education and coaching business is really a platform for people that don't have 50, 100, $200,000 to invest, not in real estate, but in the stock market or whatever. Um, this gives them an avenue to get the information from somebody who's actually done it and also put the processes in place. Um, look, I, I tell people all the time, like, I'm not a rocket scientist, man. Like, uh, I, I tell people I've gone to grad school and they think I'm smart and I'm like, I'm not. What I am, though, I'm super disciplined. And I feel like if you're, you have good hustle and you can discipline yourself and, and do the whole uh, delayed gratification, I believe you can get anything you want in this world. So, and, and those are the principles I kind of lay out in the, in the, in the program. Well, and I love, and I'm going to guess some of this comes from your, your Navy background. You know, it's about the processes. It's about the discipline, you know, and, and that's, I would take somebody with discipline and processes over somebody with raw talent every day, just because, you know, and by the way, we talked about Robert Kiyosaki. Um, he really pissed me off with his last book where he came out with, um, I think it was something like A students work for C students. And I'm like, screw you. And then I read it and I went, oh, shit, he's right. right. <laughs> but Cashflow yeah, Quadrant tough, was man. my favorite. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I mean, when people and it's it's funny because I try out for kids and, you know, my daughter is definitely high IQ and things come really easy for her. And I really try to challenge her on a day to day basis because I've seen that as well. Like I didn't do particularly well in school. I grew up in a pretty rough area in Baltimore and, um, you know, had a lot of kind of home stuff going on. And, um, you know, if it was just based off of grades, like I, I don't know where the heck I'd be right now. But um but yeah, like, you know, people that actually have to struggle and or just like actually challenge themselves and get comfortable with that and are willing to kind of persevere, yeah, tend to be more successful than guys that just kind of float through life, you know, easy peasy. Because when they get punched in the face, they don't know what to do most of the time. Yep. Well, and, and that's the thing. I mean, I, I don't trust somebody who doesn't have some struggle in their past because you haven't tested yourself. You know, I'm... I, I'm thinking of uh, Lieutenant Dan in uh, in Forrest Gump. You know, he's out and he's fighting the 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 seas, and that was his moment where he went, "I'm going to be okay." Like, you know, people need some stormy seas. So, yeah, for sure. And I don't care what your background is; like, you're always going to go through something, um, right? The response is the same, no matter you know where you're in. Like, I mean, I don't need to give examples, but like, the the goal is to be able to like use that and, and push yourself forward. So. Everybody has this ability. I love it. Now, I'm going to ask you a really personal question. Um, whose successes do you celebrate more, the people in your STR club or yours? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Definitely others. I mean, it's it's when you can help someone. Um, I probably say first is my kids. I always tell people when I see my kids do something and they excel at something, that, that makes me happier than anything I've ever done and probably will ever do, right? It's something just bizarre. I actually don't know if you have kids or not, but uh, it's- I have two boys thing. and yeah, I right. live for them, so. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know the feeling. When they do well, it's funny, my my uh, my third child, Bo, who's uh, five, he just got his new belt in jujitsu. And it's like, I was so happy for him. And it's like, and it's not, and it wasn't even like a uh, 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 truly like skill base. It's it's literally just showing up. They show up the amount of days, but like you know, but it's that foundation stuff, and it's like great. And he gets super pumped up. Um, but yeah, no people in my group. Um, I, I definitely when they are successful and they go out, um, especially when they come in with a poor mindset, because I think that's what challenges a lot of people. 
um, you know, they have a lot of negative self-talk or they don't believe they can do something. And when you kind of talk to someone, not necessarily change their opinion of the world, but also just show them to use some perspective, right? So like, you know, and then when they're able to kind of like realize that and then they actually go all in and they actually accomplish something, it's truly amazing to see someone kind of go through that transformation, so. Yeah, and by the way, I love watching kids. Uh, when my boys were young, we had them in Taekwondo and I think it was called Little Tigers or something. And yeah, it was, it was basically organized daycare, but, you know, <laughs> they they still showed up. You know, they learned lessons and, you know, my my oldest got his black belt at, 10 i think and you know just that discipline he carries that with him today so yeah for sure for sure i love it well let's talk about um how people can play along with you because i i think you know part of this this is a networking podcast and you know people want to know you know what does justin do and how do we play along so let's talk about first of all um, I'm going to ask you about syndication because that's a term I've heard many times, but not being American, I don't fully understand it. Let's talk about syndication and then we'll talk about how people, you know, could play along and work with you. Yeah, for sure. All right. So would you just like me to kind of explain what a syndication is? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's one of those things that it seems really, you know, sophisticated, but it, it really isn't. Like it, at, at its core level, I would probably compare it to like the stock market, right? So in a syndication, it's just one LLC and that LLC is effectively broken up into shares, right? So let's say you're doing a million dollar raise. Um, I bring to the table as the person that's running the syndication. So the GP right? I bring in $100,000. So now I have $900,000 of shares to give out to people that want to participate from a limited partner standpoint, right? And what that means is that they are effectively putting their money into a deal, right? Whether it's, you know, short-term rental or let's use apartment complexes, right? And what they do is they participate on the profit side via a split, right? So whether it's 50-50, 70-30, 60-40, and they have no obligation, we um, really have no say-so in how the deal is operated, but they participate in the upside. But also they participate in the downside as well, only to the level of the money that they put in. So if there's $900,000 of equity that's needed, let's say nine people put in $100,000, um, they only can lose that $100,000 if the deal goes to complete kaputs. Or they could, you know, they get quarterly distributions um, based off of whatever, you know, I don't have any examples right now, yeah. but, you know, if the return is 20%, that 20% they get is on that 100K for the year and it's until the end of the deal. Does that make sense? It does. And, and I think that's, you know, to my brain, it sounds a little like a, a mutual fund, you know, you're buying pieces of a company, but you're not actually putting your money right in the company so well yeah so you're you're buying pieces of the asset right yeah so what makes me unique is that and there's not a lot of people doing what i'm doing so um that's why it's interesting to get out there and really educate people um in this process because this is how multifamily when i say multifamily like apartment building guys this is how they've always done things right like most people don't have a couple hundred million dollars burning a hole in their pocket right but if you look (laughs) at a lot of you know, apartment buildings like these things are 50, 100, 200 million dollars. So they get together with groups to actually, you know, property, do the property management, do the due diligence, and they get the debt, but there's still an equity component that they have to raise for. And that's where the limited partners, you know, i.e., people like yourself, the sophisticated to have 
money that you'd like to grow could then participate um, without doing the work, but getting the upside of um, the property running well. Awesome. Well, thank you for explaining that because a lot of people just throw the term out and I'm like, I feel like I should ask, but I've, I've just <laughs> never, again, I'm not in the US. So for me, it's not really a big deal, but you know, my audience is, so I'm going to ask these questions. Um, one thing I find fascinating is there's this new world of seniors accommodation, you know, it's sort of the, the blend of apartment slash caregiving. And I think that they're probably, from what I'm, I'm understanding here, probably mostly syndicated because, you know, they're buying fifty buildings, not one. And, right, right, know. yep. And then that's much more of a business as well. I mean, they're all businesses, but you know, when you're talking about like senior hair, uh, senior homes or senior living facilities and stuff, then you're talking about actually bringing in like nurses, and there's a lot more yep. red tape. But it's it's set up generally speaking the exact same way. Okay. Cool. So let's talk about the um, your your club, and I feel like you've got it on your T-shirt there. I do, I do always, man. So. <laughs> always, always. So let's talk about short-term rental millionaires. And um, I know Justin; he's not bragging, and he's just matter-of-factly saying this is what he is. But let's talk about who you work with in your STR Millionaires group, and how does that look from somebody? You know, are you looking for somebody who's new to the game or they've been around and they've got some capital who plays along with you in that role yeah so within our group they're actually it's pretty diverse i don't know if it's my personality or what or maybe i'm just really bad at choosing like an avatar and stuff that's probably was and to your point as well the only reason i created this name str millionaires and actually got it trademarked as well and that's my website is honestly as trying to understand branding and all that kind of stuff i've realized you have to be as simple as possible so i'm like all right what is it if you want to be in short, a millionaire in short-term rentals this is where you come right so um it's really as simple as that for the name but but yeah it's a really it's a group of people that really are that want to make meaningful changes in their life um, through kind of real estate. So we have guys that are business owners in techs down to people that are teachers that don't have a whole lot of disposable income um, that want to get in and, you know, find, you know, additional cash flow, whether just to have more money to spend with and also to grow their net worth over time with the assets um, and everything in between. So, how it's kind of set up is I have, I, it started off as kind of a module course. So it's just set up as truly 10 modules from start to finish of like step-by-step -step process. So I'm like, I'm a military guy. Like if you tell me exactly what I need to do from like what market I should be choosing to how to underwrite a property to what kind of financing, you literally go through all the modules and it will show you step-by-step -step how to take down your property and then how to actually operate that property um, as passively as possible. And really that's what it's about. And, and, you know, it is a part of giving because I think so many people, I don't want to say don't have the opportunity because, you know, in fairness, we have the internet, but you know, if they can find someone that they can connect with, that can relate with, that says, hey, look, this is how I did it. You've seen my journey on social media or just, you know, me in real life. This is an opportunity for you to do it yourself. Like to me, that's it's the most incredible thing in, in the world. So, well, and I think a lot of people say, oh, I've got the system, but, you know, it's, you know, for ninety nine ninety five, you get the book on the system. And then, you know, for 10 million, you get the system. Um, I, I like you as a as a human being because I think 
as a military guy, you think in systems. And I, and I think that's a foreign concept for a lot of other experts. They say, oh, yeah, yeah, I got a system. Well, does the system work for other people? Yeah, no, no, for sure. And it's funny because it started off as just the system. And then what it's evolved into, I call that the STR blueprint. And now it's evolved into a mastermind. Not particularly that I wanted to do like any kind of coaching, but what I realized that was a little bit of my blind spot because just my personality type. And I don't know if I'm operating in the military, like I, I'm just a go, go, go guy. Like, all right, what do, what do I want to accomplish? Let's go do it. We'll figure it out and we'll make it happen. But, you know, there is a reality. There are a lot of people that have, whether it's self-doubt or issues from their past that they haven't dealt with. And so we thought it would make a whole lot of sense to create kind of a mastermind for people that want to come in that truly want to. And I only really let people into the group that are truly hungry to like, accomplish goals but if you have these things whether strategically we do strategic coaching calls but also brought in a, a phenomenal uh, actual doctor who has a short-term rental portfolio herself to come in to really perform high performance coaching and really help people through those kind of like those mental roadblocks because that's the one thing I do believe in like I think mindset is, is everything and I, I'm a true advocate of you know if you truly give yourself positive self-talk and you tell yourself you can do something and you truly believe it over time, um, I, I think you can just accomplish anything. So, Well, and I think honestly, if you don't do the work, if you don't focus on your mindset, um, you don't have a chance. I mean, even if you manage to have a little success, you're going to pull it apart because you don't believe you deserved it or you earned it. So um, I love that. Now, how big is your group and, and, are you virtual in person, a bit of both? Yeah, yeah, right now. So we're actually all virtual. We were thinking about doing some kind of event here next year. Uh, we haven't worked out the kinks yet, but but yeah, it, it's all virtual. So we have like uh, group sessions. We do like biweekly coaching. Um, we actually have 50 people in the community now in the actual mastermind. Um, hundreds of people in the actual blueprint course that just looks like, hey, I just want the information. And it's like, hey, you can roll. Um, and then we also have another uh, online community on Facebook. It's called uh, Airbnb Millionaire. And this really kind of talks about the origin stories of how my wife and I kind of got into this business. Because even though I kind of led the charge, my wife played a, a really pivotal role in, you know, number one, in support, which I think is incredibly important to have a partner who, you know, supports you and wants to be led and can see your vision and trust that you're doing the right thing. Um, but also there are parts that like, you know, I'm really good at the financing. I'm really good at finding the properties. I'm terrific at decorating, right? So she was my VP of the core early on before I bring in somebody in to kind of do that. So um, yeah, she played a crucial role. So that's a part of kind of talking about our journey uh, into the business and being able to scale and grow. And, and I do love that it is truly a family business. You know, I think that's um, one thing I, I know about you above all else is family first, everything else second. So um, I, I think that's one of the, the big takeaways for me is when you have that freedom, you can choose who you work with and, yeah. you know, you can build that community. And I'm going to guess that your kids are all going to grow up in mom and dad's shoes, you know, sort of in that real estate space. Um it gives them some freedom because, you know, maybe one wants to be a doctor or whatever, but, you know, having that foundation, because that was the heart of Kiyosaki's book. When you're really smart, you tend to get channeled into education. And the problem with education is the only way to get more money is to get more education. <laughs> and 
sadly, there's a lot of deferred action while you're collecting that education. So, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see what my kids do. So, the only thing I really try to instill, aside from like the the stuff that like I the stuff I truly believe in now when it's still into them, um, is that you know you really need to focus on like having assets. So all of my kids, all four of them have a house in their name. So when they get 18, um, although I am pushing for the Naval Academy, we'll, we'll see which ones actually go <laughs> about free education. Um, yeah, it's like, you guys can do what you want. If you want to start a business, you want to sell it, you want to get into something else, there you go. Or, you know, you can keep it in cash flow it. Um, you know, whatever you want to do, make sure that if you're following your passion and it's something that you can't necessarily monetize or at least scale, you need to be investing in other things to finance your lifestyle and then do what you want to do. Because I just believe in, I mean, I know you're up in Canada, but you know, freedom has always been the calling card of America, whether you believe it or not. And I do, but truly, I don't think we can actually have freedom without financial freedom. It, it, and, and that's kind of been my philosophy I've had for uh, quite a few years now. So it's, it's incredibly important for me and instilling that into my children. I love it. Well, what advice would you give your kids today? So uh, for those of us who, are, who have kids, um, what advice would you give them about when to start in real estate? Uh, as early as possible. Like, uh, honestly, um, from the time you, if you go off to college and if you're, you know, you have kids and you have someone, your listeners, and maybe they're not into it or that's not something they do. Um, you know, if you're talking about buying your first house, like do house hacking, buy a triplex for a dry, buy a quad, um, you know, at the very minimum, live for free, right? Like uh, buy somewhere where you can have other people renting out and it's paying your mortgage and hopefully a little bit extra and you're living for free. So that would be the first thing I would always recommend anyone to do. Before you have family, before you have kids, like start early uh, and then, you know, it'll quickly grow. Um, even if, you know, if you bought one house a year for 30 years, I mean, you could retire that way. You don't have to worry about a, a 401k, you don't have to worry about social security, any of that stuff. Um, Love it. And uh, I think that's a key is the freedom. Um, now I could talk to you all day. I promise I won't, but um, two questions. One, is there anything I should have asked you that I haven't? Oh, that's, that's a good one. You're just going to throw that dagger at me right at the end. So. <laughs> Start no, hard and end hard. Look yeah, at that. Yeah, sure. No, no, I, I think <laughs> you covered it. Um, you know, I, I'm definitely uh, not a terribly deep person. <laughs> you know, this, what you see is what you get, man. Like, like, like you said, man, like my, my family is the most important thing. They're the reason I drive and, I'm, and, and run so hard um, because I want to have them have an amazing life, um, but also be around to teach them the lessons to be able to go out into the world on their own and be successful. I love it. Now, my final question is softer. Um, how can people connect with you and get to know more about you and what you do? Yeah, I think the easiest way is probably connect on uh, Instagram. Um, so Justin C. Mosley underscore uh, LCM. Or you can go on LinkedIn is a good one. Again, it's just Justin C. Mosley. I did the C intentionally, so it's very easy to find me. Um, and if you're interested in either syndication or even like learning to do it yourself. So uh, go to Less to More Capital. If you can see it, it's right behind me. Or you can go to strmillionaires.com. And, you know, I'm, I'm not hard to find. I'll tell you that. I love it. And I'll put links in the notes so people can find you. Um, thank you for hanging out with me today, Justin. Awesome. Always a pleasure, Jeff. Appreciate you. 
Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and we invite you to either click the link below or scan the QR code to register and listen to other episodes of our podcast. Or if you think your business or you would be a great guest to be on our show, we're always looking for experts in one of the nine elements of holistic wellness. We'd love to have you. You can either click the link below or you can scan the QR code and complete our speaker intake form. Thank you and to your wellness.